awaken your visionary and step in to the vortex of unlimited life force potential. This is the Visionary Vortex Podcast and I'm your host, Lauren Renee. And now begins the journey. Hello, gypsy souls. I am assuming that if you have decided to listen to this podcast today, you have got some kind of curiosity around van life, as the title suggests. So this episode was recorded a few months ago uh, with my one of my best friends, dear sisters, uh, Abby Famosa. We have such a special and unique friendship together, as in we have followed each other around the world for the last three or so years. And our most recent uh, adventure was going into van life together. Now, us following each other around wasn't like a arranged thing. It just keeps on happening. And this is why our, our friendship and our connection is so unique. Really, her and I we have similar messages that we share, but we're from different generations. She's like the little sister uh, I never really had, and I love and treasure her so much. We have the most deeply intimate and special uh, platonic friendship and sisterhood. Um, and yeah, we, we just dropped into nature one day when we were together in our van life journey to talk about the reality of this lifestyle, uh, that it's not this like glamorized uh, Instagram thing that people perceive it to be. Uh, it's actually a, a total shaking up of your reality and a reconnection to to thriving, essentially, you know, actually purging out all of your survival pieces through the the element of facing survival things day to day and realizing, yeah, what what the true meaning of honoring life is, what the true meaning of of having unconditional love for nature is, uh, what what community support really is. So yeah, we just wanted to shine light on on the van life journey for anyone that's considering it or it might be going through it right now because no one really talks about these realities and uh, that's really what we wanted to share in this episode among, you know, other pieces of wisdom that I'm sure you will get to receive. So uh, Abby, Abby's an author. She uh, has a book called Becoming that's based around uh, insights of, of awakening for Generation Z. It's amazing. Her writing's so good. I would highly recommend it. Um, she's also a coach. She does, you know, ecstatic dance events um, in North Queensland as well. So uh, you can check her out. Uh, she mentions her uh, link at the end of the podcast as well. Um, but yeah, she she's just just similar, you know, in her own beautiful, unique way, uh, an amazing creator and expressor. And um, yeah, just so, so happy that I get to share her voice on the Visionary Vortex podcast. So let's jump into get yourself ready to go on a little adventure with us because this has beautiful nature sounds in the background too. Uh, so yeah, enjoy uh, the van life realities. All right, <laughs> here we are. Welcome, welcome. Oh, Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, listeners. It's so nice for you to be joining us. <laughs> ah. 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to today's chat. Mm -hmm. We are here in such a magical spot in Telavadra Valley on the Gold Coast. Mm. And you can probably hear all the beautiful nature sounds in the background. Mm. Ah, the sound of the creek that we're next to, which is our swimming spot. <laughs> this is <laughs> our, our second home. Dishwashing spot <laughs> and our bait, like just all the things. <laughs> mm. And I'm here with the beautiful Abby. Yay. My dear soul sister. Mm. And this is the Visionary Vortex podcast. And we're feeling really inspired today to just share a bit about, or a lot about, <laughs> a bit about, it's never a bit. <laughs> Our van life journey. Because I feel like this is, this is a way of being that, I guess, has become... Like, there's so much, like, what would you stereotyping? say? Stereotyping? Yeah, like, stereotyping. Um, there's, like, this real fantasy mm. image about what the life is really like. And people are just like, oh, van life. It's become this real Instagram-centric mm. uh, kind mm. of idea. I remember I was reading an article, like, yeah. um, after recently moving into my van about the popularity of the van life hashtag and, you know, how yeah. it's just, like, become this movement. Yeah. And it is, it is this movement. It's like going against the grain of everything that's expected of us. Um, mm. And it is like, it's so relevant to what we talk about on this podcast with the visionary vortex of following this creation led way of being in like such a really powerful way. And mm. I suppose, yeah, we're, we're just going to share a bit about like our journey with following this current of where we're being guided and mm. also a bit of the reality and behind the scenes <laughs> of like what actually happens in this van life experience and what it requires mm. you to let go of and yeah <laughs> dissolve completely <laughs> yeah 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 mm. so maybe you can introduce a little bit about yourself whatever you feel to share mm -hmm. Um, super grateful that we got this mic out and started recording because I feel like I've been on this journey and especially like side by side with you for so long now and I'm like yeah there's so much in me that wants to come out and I think like my life is usually the general gist of what wants to flow from me because all of my teachings or the things that I share end up being just mm. what I've embodied or what I've gone through and then I'm like oh cool now I have this thing to gift you with because I've gone through it um and so I have been on like the van life journey since December and I had been calling it in since I came home after living in Bali in February last year just as COVID stuff was going down I didn't actually come home because of COVID but I came home just as COVID all sort of locked everything down so I was like oh this is perfect timing but as soon as I hit back and got back to Mackay where I'm from I was like I need to get out I want my freedom back and so the van had been in my my brain since then and I feel like my journey towards actually like transitioning into van life had been quite quite beautiful and quite easeful for me because I ended up going on a trip with my two of my good friends in Mackay went up to the Daintree and we went together in her big like Toyota commuter van and so I sort of 
got a feel of like for the first time showering in the creeks Mm. and for me I was like when are we showering and my friend Nambi she was like we swam all day and it was like this conditioning of like oh because I haven't been in a physical shower with soap and like Mm. a loofah sponge I hadn't actually showered but being in the creeks every day in the ocean I was like wow this is a lot cleaner than any shower Mm. so that was like the first conditioning stripping and I hadn't actually been on my own van life journey just yet and like there was a few other things that kind of pieced in my my learning on how to do van life through this trip like eating the fresh fruit and food and buying what was available to us on the day um kind of giving up expectation of how your day would look as well and all of this was happening and then I moved to the sunshine coast on my own in my car thinking I'm going to figure out my life now and then I ended up long story short went traveling with another of my friends who had a van and I was sort of helping we were sort of sharing the driving and sharing the life and we had no fridge at the time we were sharing a single bed in her van and it was just chaos but because of that experience with my friend I was like we were going to go on an actual travel together in her van and then having that experience with her when I actually found my van which was literally the same day that we were meant to be leaving together in hers when I found mine I was like shit this is my van this is the van because I actually gave up the idea of even getting my van anymore and so when I had my van I had already all these pieces come to me like where to hang out with the people in the Sunshine Coast because of my previous experience with my friend and um how to like where to get my food and going to the markets and all of this kind of almost like off-grid living but living in the van which came quite beautifully for me being this slow progress over the year in ways that I didn't actually know would contribute to me being in my van and feeling stable from Mm. the get-go not completely stable there were definitely things that came up along the way but feeling like at a really good place where I was like yeah I got this from day one in my van Mm. yeah I was just reflecting on when you were sharing that like how this journey and and this pull to step into this life started so like much longer before it was really a tangible thought like Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago I or maybe a bit longer I came back here to Australia like when I was living in London with Mm. my ex and we did this road trip in a van that we rented Mm. down the east coast I was like I want to do this like I'm gonna have a van in Australia one day and it just shows like we set these intentions and eventually comes Mm -hmm. and then it feels like ever since then like going back to London you know you and I met there we have this like Abby and I have this really amazing connection Mm. where we've met in London and followed (laughs) each other everywhere since even in our Mm -hmm. vans and yeah then yeah it's like when I got back to London it's like I was constantly wanting to travel move go Mm. new places then move to Bali I would move in Bali to a new place every few months and be staying in like all kinds of areas and then I think last year when I came back to Australia lived in the Sunshine Coast in one place for six months that was like the longest I'd stayed somewhere for a long time yeah I was surprised I was like "Ah, you're still here yeah (laughs) and even that like that place it was like a Mm. studio in nature like you know off-grid living solar power um, tank water like it was this real still cooking with a gas stove like it was this real no laundry real transition into um, this lifestyle and then you get your van yeah I'd just like done my first big uh, plant medicine retreat got back from that (laughs) I'd given up my lease because I thought I was moving back to Bali I was like I need to go back Mm. to Bali and then 
suddenly it was like, no, I need to stay in Australia. Yeah. And you're like, I've got my van. And then suddenly <laughs> I was like, I want a van. <laughs> of course. And it's uh-huh. all just happened. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just so grateful <clears throat> to have had like you that have walked that little journey with everything before me because Mm. I had no idea that I was going to go through such an identity shift of moving into this van like I thought I'd unprogrammed so many layers of conditioning Mm -hmm. and like had been living this free life for so long but that's a whole new layer yeah that first night in the van it was like I had all of these feelings and sensations of like feeling like I'd lost everything yeah 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 Yeah. or like I'd somehow failed in my life or like a feeling of unsafety as well like it was just so much emotions moving through my body reflecting on that though like do you now think that that was your own feelings or do you think that you were sort of tapping into the consciousness of most van life people who kind of don't have a choice and who have lost a lot of what they have and because a lot of the people that we've been meeting or the people I've been meeting on the road and different travelers have actually lost everything yeah. and they have to live in this van so I'm just curious because you're such an open channel yeah were well, you actually tapping into this this collective consciousness of what it means to be a van lifer now and losing yourself rather than actually the conscious choice that you made to yeah. pack everything into this van and be free and live this life for yourself yeah definitely that and also like I picked up like I've journeyed with this as well it's like from a young age I always had this dream of like being really free and changing the world and things like that and at Mm. one stage at a really young age someone told me that takes hard work and sacrifice and commitment and it's like I had this idea in me that I can't have freedom and success and Mm. service all in one yeah so letting go of what was success for you like what you'd created in that beautiful home and then your freedom means stripping everything of that success yeah because of that conditioning and because the same same thing uh, same thing happened Mm. when I I, you know, went traveling and moved to Mm. London. I quit my corporate job and saved up and I was just traveling. And so when Mm. I'm in that, it's just that I'm in the survival mindset because I'm choosing freedom. I can't have the other. And now it's like Mm. really stepping into this place of like, we get to have it all. Integrating them too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and but I just remember that feeling, like those first nights, just feeling like, can I do this? Yeah. What does this mean? Like a whole, like really, like moving into a van is like yes so much about the freedom but it's also really like as someone who wants to live a life that is by their design and by their choice you're saying like yeah just a no to society like I don't need to (laughs) have a have a house and you know the first I'm sure you relate as well like when you tell people you live in a van they're like oh they'll say things like oh I couldn't do that yeah something like that or like where do you shower yeah you know, always asking these questions because yeah. we can't comprehend not having these comforts mm. that we feel like we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's sort of like, for me, these comforts we still have mm. in different ways, though. It's like most people would wake up and they would turn the shower on in their house and put the blur, like the bright lights on to wake them up and like sit there and like get their eyes open. It's like, we get to wake up slowly because the sun mm. starts peering through the little bits of the black because I have blackout things in my windows, yeah. but the sun starts peering in little bits of it and I'm like wake, waking up slowly sometimes, waking up slowly with with the sun and then like this morning I'm walking myself down with my yoga mat and my bag full of shit, like my my sage and my candle and everything. all around us here. Everything <laughs> is a ceremony and I get to this little river here and I'm just like lying in there like this and having the water and I'm like, this is actually what it means to 
to cleanse yeah. like not from the shower and and like yeah not knowing where that te- that water comes yeah. from and the pipes and the yeah. minerals and all those things and yeah yeah and look not every day was was so blessed to be right near a mm. creek but there's always something and i think the the conditioning of the the shower where do you do all these security need things it's like why can't you do them else outside of your house yeah. like why and also how much we're gifted from other people as well mm. on the journey it's like we get to be inside other people's houses and I got to one of my friends had done van life before and she based, she ran a bath for me with like she put herbs in it and candles and she invited me over and she knew how exhausted I was and I wasn't forced to like talk and communicate but she's like I've run a bath for you and I was like oh thank you for understanding what I need and it's mm. like here's a beautiful full bathtub that Maybe if you had it in your home, you would only use once a week anyway. Yeah. And it's like we get gifted this on the road by the people we meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a real gratitude for the comforts that we so often take for granted. And like you said, this mm. piece of like making life a ceremony. Mm. It's like. It is. I can't like, it's so nice to be having this conversation right now and just reflecting on how much of a transformation has happened for me because it's only been a couple months mm. of doing this mm-hmm. of like actually settling into like every single part of life is magic yeah all yeah. of it yeah you know we don't have to now create this separate experience from our normal day-to-day life to mm. have magic in every moment mm-hmm. and I don't think many people get to embody this in their daily lives because they're so separate from nature and that's where the magic is it's mm. like every day our feet are on the earth and we get to walk and we get to hear the birds. And and I noticed actually, because I've been out of my van, I was at like at a place in Brisbane, sort of out of my van, not connecting in with my van, which we've now realized is our fucking altar. Our van is our altar. And I wasn't giving it to every, giving to it every day because I'd been rushing doing things. And just today it landed for me and I'd been feeling all fucking kinds of up and down this week Mm. getting back into the van because I'd just been eating takeaway all week and I'd been eating out and I'd been disconnected and I'm slowly come back into like went to the market yesterday and bought some fresh fruit, fresh food, how I would normally eat every single day and woke up this morning like for the first time not in a rush, for the first time not okay, what do I have to do? Because I even being in Brisbane, the energy of that put me in this different like kind of have to do energy that I used to subscribe to way back when. And now remembering like, wow, it doesn't actually have to be like that. And yes, my life is magic. And yes, this things, these things just get to flow naturally. Like we didn't wake up this morning and think, let's go, we're going to record a podcast today and mm. we're going to do this. It's like, we both just came to the river and ended up chatting and blah, blah, blah. And then one thing to another and we're talking about our intentions and our dreams and our desires. And it's in the manifestation journal of what we're creating for the next, you know, moon. Mm. And this just gets to be our life now. And mm. and it doesn't require like to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so nice to hear you say that because I know we've both been going through a lot with that, mm. like this stripping away and actually trusting that we get mm. to be and, and wait for the inspiration to come and mm-hmm. we're taken care of in that. Yeah. It's been huge and especially like I know you and I both and, you know, me especially is like I was measuring, even though I was doing my soul's work, I was measuring so much of like my value, my worth on my business success and mm. achievement mm-hmm. and the way that I was doing that like it's like oh if I'm not like 
feeling this certain way of being in this strict environment and in a home and in an office space of doing this, then I'm somehow like not achieving. It's yeah, like, yeah. What? It's these things we come up against, but now I feel like I'm more in creative flow than ever mm-hmm. and in so much more magnetism and ease. And mm. it's like, this is what I was always looking for in like the last few years of exploring entrepreneurship is to get to this place. Yeah, the real freedom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mmm. What do, what do you feel are some of the other, like, yeah, maybe misconceptions that people have about van life or even maybe, like, what's been one really funny story or incident that's happened? Mm. Well, I want to share something beautiful that happened to me just in my van life transition. So I just got the van, I think, that week. And a few days later, I had terrible gastro, like fucking terrible gastro. And I didn't even know it had a name at the time. I just called it diarrhea and vomiting. <laughs> and everyone's like, you have gastro. I was like, ah, oh, that's what it is. Um, and normally I'll get sick and I'll deal with it. Like even in Bali, whenever I got Bali belly, I'd call, um, what is it, Gojek. And they deliver me my coconut water and all the, the things that I would need. And I would just do my do my things on my own and be really in my illness and just get over it and then re-emerge. But it was like, I was in Coolum at the public beach. And obviously I need to go to a public toilet because where else am I going to shit? So I was at the Coolum beach, public toilets, diarrheaing everywhere like in the toilet and then I'm like vomiting and and then I'm like this is fucked and then the the diarrheaing part stopped for a bit and I'm like okay so I walked down to the beach and I just sat on the beach on my own and then there was this moment where I just felt so sick again and then I'm digging a hole in the sand and I'm I'm vomiting in the sand (laughs) and then I'm like digging it over and I'm feeling ill like so sick it's not just like oh I'm having a vomit it's like it was fucked and I'm just vomiting in this hole, digging it up, digging another hole, vomiting again. And I'm like, what am I doing? I need, I don't know what to do. And I just felt so ill. And then I end up getting up slowly after, I was probably on the beach for ages. And I got up and I went to the shower and, um, and then I was like in the shower and something about the water hitting my body, I was vomiting while I was showering in this public open space with people there waiting for a shower and I'm like turning my back to them like vomiting like cu- trying to cover my mouth so people aren't seeing this it's just water vomit because I haven't mm. eaten anything and I'm like what the hell and then I had to go to the toilet again and all of this and so I eventually ended up finding a tree and I this blanket I laid down under this tree with my pillow and I was just like I'm just dead today like I'm just dead and, but I had this real sadness in me. Like I had a couple of friends try and re- like message me that day and I just didn't get back to them. Um, because I'm like, I just got to deal with my stuff and then I'll respond. Like I'm kind of avoiding messaging anyway. And, and then there was just this real sadness. I ended up calling my mum and mum's like, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the hospital. You need to go to the chemist and telling me all these mm. things that I needed to do. And I was like, mum, I don't need to do that. I just need this to pass. Like, and then I realized, like, why am I trying to call my mum? She doesn't actually, she's not on this wavelength with, with me and, like, how I would heal this. And it's not healing. It's like something wants to come through me and move through mm. me. And, and then there was just this sadness of, like, actually, I want someone to be here. Mm. And that's when you called me. And I was <laughs> like, oh. And then I just, 
I picked up and I was like, hey, because I think I told you I was sick and so you ended up calling me after I didn't reply to you and you're like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not good. And you're like, do you need anything? And offered me like, what do you need? And I was like, literally across the road from a, a store anyway, where I could have got everything I needed, but I had no energy in me to want to get up. I'd rather just lie there and be dead. Mm. Cause I didn't know what would happen if I moved again. Mm. And I'm like, I just need coconut water. I think that's all I wanted. Yeah. I just need coconut water. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm coming. I'm going to, I'll bring it to you. And I was like, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? You're coming all the way there when you know that I'm literally across the road from coconut water. You're coming to bring me coconut water. And I think I hung up and I just cried. And I was lying there and I'm not... I don't think at that time I was in my emotions so much around you. And I was just like lying there defeated and crying. And you would brought me the coconut water and it was like bringing me back to life. And then I just felt so grateful for that moment that you just came and helped me. And... And then you had something else to do. And then my other friend, Holly, she called me and she's like, where are you? What are you doing? Because she was the one I was meant to be van lifing with before. So she was still kind of around and we were staying in the same spot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. I'm just going to be here for a bit. And she's like, where are you? And just like really demanding, like, where are you? We're coming to get you. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Mm. And, and then she... She ends up putting Joseph, which was another van life guy that we'd met. I've known him for probably a, couple, a month or so now. Mm. And he's like, darling, where are you? <laughs> he's Italian. <laughs> darling, where are you? We come get you now. Where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, cool. And he's like, okay, me, Holly, come get you. And I'm going to drive your, I'm like, I don't think I can drive my car. And he's like, I'm going to drive your van back. You come here, we be together. And that's probably not his accent at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded a little bit Indian. Indian. <laughs> I think I'm. I think there's Indian in me somewhere because I always channel Indian. <laughs> and um, yeah. Anyway, so he comes, and I think he he was like high or something and driving my van. I'm like, fuck! I don't want you driving my van when you're high. Anyway, I'm like surrendered to this. It was only like a minute down the road, and he brings me back there, and and then I get there, and all the van life people are there, like all the Stumas Creek crew were there, and I'm like, fuck! I feel like shit. I wasn't vomiting anymore. Thank God but I still felt dead. And so they were all there doing their like fire twirling and their music and all their cool fun things. And I was like, okay, I'm here. And so I brought my blanket and pillow and I sat myself at a tree, like not right next to them, but a little bit away, but kind of with them. And then, and then one of my friends, Tom, he, he's just the most hilarious guy and happy and vibrant and he's an awesome stick twirler and he comes over and strings these lights up above me in the tree these fairy lights or these these lights up above me in the tree and I'm like I'm trying to hide and he's like putting the lights above me and then someone comes over and oh Joseph is like you want a tea darling I'm gonna make you a healing tea so he goes and makes me a healing fucking tea with his <laughs> Italian herbs and all this beautiful stuff and then someone's cooked me dinner um, someone is there doing Reiki on me, mm. asking if I want Reiki and just doing Reiki on me. Um, someone else was like, I have this beautiful healing water from the waterfalls of blah, 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 blah. And like feeding me this like healing water, which tasted like dirt, let's be uh. real. <laughs> but it was so healing water. <laughs> and, um, and I was just so looked after. Mm. And I had never felt that. Like 
ever, 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 ever in my life where it was already so much for me to handle you coming and giving me coconut water, let alone a tribe of people. Oh, yeah. And someone had a Winnebago and offered me to have a shower in their Winnebago. So I had a hot shower after I'd been vomiting all day, had a hot shower, like cleaned myself properly and was just... I was just in so much awe. That was like probably day four of yeah. van life for me. And I'm like, holy shit, people want to help. People yeah. are doing all of this for me and I'm sick. And it was one of my first lessons in actually receiving and actually being in my vulnerable states around people and knowing that I'm going to be looked after and I don't always have to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. That had been such a story running my entire fucking life. Like, I've got this. I have to do it on my own because I'm remembering in London like I had something wrong with my back and I went to the hospital I waited in the hospital for three fucking hours for them to say oh nothing wrong with you and I was in crippling pain for weeks and I didn't have any of that the life that I was living there no one wanted to help me then and I couldn't even I tried to help myself but I didn't know what was wrong whereas three days in and everyone here is like here all the things you need yeah Yeah, I love that so much because this is something I've really been like speaking to a lot lately Mm -hmm. is how we always have what we need Mm -hmm. at any given moment around us in our community and the people there because this is how like, you know, energies work. Mm. Uh, Yet we've been put into this society where it's like isolation and then codependency on a system. Yeah. And we feel like that's the only way. Yeah. You know, and I had this similar experience with my van initiation (laughs) with like getting my electric set up and having things not work and needing to go back and just feeling completely out of control and also dependent on people outside of me to know everything and to fix everything and then like having a mechanical issue come up and just like needing to lean on the people around me to keep me grounded in that moment Mm -hmm. and having this big breakdown Mm. not being able to you know put my creations out in the world have this like sense of security I had of constantly being producing and Mm. working with people and making money Mm. to then being in total surrender spending a lot of money on mechanical things Mm. and actually having this breakthrough like I that moment I came after that experience and met you at the waterfall you're at on the sunshine coast I remembered I was just in such a self-pity mode. Like, why is this happening? Why <laughs> me? Was. Tell me. And I just went outside and nature, she always mm. communicates with us. She always mm-hmm. tells us. And she was like, the struggle is an illusion. Yeah. We're never actually struggling. Everything is always just like, yeah, supporting us to realize that we are, like there's always a path that's laid out. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what happens, it's like I needed this time to just be, in pause to actually integrate this new way of being because mm-hmm. it's like it's so in connection with life it is community yeah how we're meant to be in yeah. flow and it's like you think you know being on the path of, of being aware of this you know but until you go on the, a journey like this of like mm. really being connected with nature all the time mm. really being without the comforts it's like mm. we learn so much about the cycles of life yeah and how, yeah. you know, life force energy is constantly in control. Nature's mm-hmm. in control. We're not actually in control. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it's, it's powerful. Yeah. Especially when we come from even having before created our own lives. And I'm doing these yeah. bunny fingers right now because it's like we can create our own lives in that way when we're in a house that we turn the lights on and off at and we can shower mm. when we want to at and we can toilet when we want to. But actually 
how surrendered we are being in the van being with nature like if it's a rainy day we ain't sitting out here on this grass mm. when it's storming it's like we actually have to connect in with what nature wants from us so it's like when the rain comes it's like okay it, most of the time it rains for me it's introspection time it's mm. like lighting a candle having a cup of chai in my van journaling and just even sometimes napping or meditating and just really going inward but I feel 95% of the world is inside so they're bypassing the reality of what nature's teaching us in that time which is go the fuck to sleep or just relax or slow down for a moment where we're actually forced to do it mm. we have to there's no other answer or we can go to a cafe for sure and do these things but it's like we're not in it's almost like a sign of like it's not outward expression time right now it's inward time so even mm. if that is a cafe and it's a book and it's journaling at a cafe it's like noticing the subtle signs from nature and actually trusting it and the more that we're in it it's like the more we can just look at a butterfly and know what that means the more we can just look at a fucking grass thing weaving and it's telling us a story yeah. rather than constantly seeking something on Instagram or Facebook or Podcasts and all anything things, yeah. external it's yeah. like we don't need that and mm. even listening to podcasts lately I know you said the same thing it's like we don't need it as much because all our all of our information is around yeah all the time yeah yeah and I think that's you know with this podcast now it's like this is what the visionary <coughs> vortex is about how do we reconnect back with this creation-led way of living mm. it's like you're listening to this on a digital platform <laughs> but like how can you how can you now like mm. in, like integrate more of this like kind of van life experience into your own life you know mm. it's like we had to go on this to realize how we still how much we still weren't doing it in our daily lives yeah, yeah. and it's all to like really keep us desensitized yeah to block our senses you know mm. i notice now the more time <laughs> in van life the more what's so, like, opened up <laughs> yeah oh my god because that's a whole nother rabbit hole we can probably do another episode on yeah, it's like I realize how, how connected I am and how much I feel and how mm. much I feel guided and, and know, have an inner knowing and an inner peace like when I'm in these environments. But then like I'll go to a shopping center and all of a sudden I just feel how all of those senses are shut off again. Mm -hmm. I can't see or feel or connect um, or feel. Yeah, it's, it's such an interesting experience. Yeah, it's like society and the way that people live now. And I'm not like saying... I hate the kind of like you need to escape society mm. kind of way of saying things but it's like the way that society feels now from my perspective that it's been constructed is like really like you said desensitizing and and stopping us from being able to access all of these senses within us and actually you know the bright lights in the shopping centers the loud music that's playing even the aisles you know even the way that they put things in the aisles in certain spots makes you stay in there for longer and everything is kind of created in a way that's allowing us to look outside constantly for these answers rather than actually looking back inside because there's such a power in people knowing themselves and people being able to trust and it's like when we're outside and we're living van life we're still contributing to society and like an economic thing because we're buying things but it's like how much less do we fucking need really mm. how much less do we need we don't think we need this tv this couch this designer this 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 because we actually have everything here and if imagine how many people started realizing this for themselves it's like where would the world get its resources from in terms of all this need for buying and and shopping and sourcing externally all this stuff that's mm. actually irrelevant for 
our soul's happiness. And most people live their lives thinking, even people in nine to fives and, and normal working sort of things and even they're still like on this journey of like what I want to find what my happiness is and what my purpose is and and all of this but they're doing it in a way that's disconnected from actually looking within they're trying to they're trying to source it outside of them constantly and I'm like "Mm." every time I end up meeting someone sort of in this framework I'll say something tiny and it's like boom it ends up changing their life in a way that i most of the time probably never know but the people that I ended up connecting with they're like wow Abby that one thing that you said has changed everything for me and now I'm doing this and it's like something so small that I would think is so small but because we've been able to integrate this since London probably and then now even more closer because it's like everything we have and all everything we own is like literally with us Mm-hmm. We don't need to buy extra stuff because it's it doesn't. Such a good feeling. I think this is a misconception. People are like, oh, you've got to live without like all your stuff. For me, it's like the most freeing <laughs> feeling, mm-hmm. and it's just all of like my like most sacred items yep. that are all there, like next to where I sleep. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Like because even like this was even you know the lead up to van life too. It's like I just accidentally you know lost all my stuff around the world in the process mm-hmm. of moving and COVID and yeah. you know had all of my designer you know not designer but my vintage clothes in mm-hmm. suitcases in London and ex-partner's place who I found out decided to donate all of them <laughs> over COVID because of a health risk uh, mm. and then the rest of my stuff is in Bali at my yeah. at my dad's place and I don't know when I'm going to get back there so I mm. just came to Australia last year when you know all the lockdowns were happening with one carry-on bag mm. perfect now it all fits in my van mm-hmm. and it's so easy you don't have you don't have all this stuff weighing you down and mm. with food it's like just having a small fridge and getting what you need for those next few days and going to farmers markets like farmers markets are just the most beautiful energy to be in Mm -hmm. and knowing where your food comes from and that it's all fresh and you're nourished and you just like you know we think it's so complicated like you said to find this deeper connection Mm -hmm. but it's all here like we we're here on this earth to learn from earth yeah like there's so much like communicating with us and wanting to speak to us constantly and she's just asking us to come home to her yeah that's it we yeah. don't have to you know that you know so much in the personal development and spiritual development mm. world it's like all these different ideas but it gets to be really simple it's so simple yeah it's like stripping back to the bare basics mm-hmm. and coming back and and it's all everyone's creating a new earth and we are creating a new earth but really what the new earth is is this old this old way of being the ancient earth really is well, coming it's in back in harmony with earth the new earth is like living in harmony with earth mm. yeah 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 and it's the way that probably the aboriginals did many yeah. years ago before we came and stripped them of that and how most ancient tribes would live in connection with seeing what was in the clouds and seeing what animals were around mm. at the time and how i'm even noticing myself noticing the animals and noticing these things it's like actually because of the simplicity we're able to gain such deeper wisdom Mm. rather than the 10% of what we'd absorb on a one hour podcast or the 10% of what we'd absorb in trying to read something it's like it's all here for us yeah and it's so magic because when you're aware of everything that's Mm. happening around you that's when you can use these energies to create what you want because that's what we are as humans we're like this bridge between creative ideas and the earth and we can bring them into reality from this place of inspiration the earth will tell Mm. us what you know what we can create too yeah 
Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's where we find our joy and our yeah. peace and our bliss. And yeah. Yeah. So powerful. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I hope everyone listening to this is just like really feeling that because I guess for us we thought oh yeah van life freedom we just get to travel and be wherever we want to and yeah it's it's that mm, it's a deep initiation it's into an initiation to this new earth you know new earth real earth mm-hmm. way of being yeah creative living and and cyclical living and and all of those pieces of truly embodying that you know you can know this mm. Mm. but this is like the it's lived experience mm-hmm. of it yeah, it's like living that spiritual experience everyone's trying to access in the way that we just get to be in. Like how many crazy things have just come into our reality from <laughs> being in this experience. Like The people you call woo. in too, like when you're in this energy too, it's like mm. you meet people that are on this same level as well that are having these experiences and mm-hmm. understanding it and, you know, just had a conversation with someone else who's popped. Um, next to our vans today and he's like yeah like I was feeling a lot of things come up these last couple weeks and all Mm. I like I just go out in nature and it feels fine again Mm. I'm like yeah it gets to be that easy Mm -hmm. right yeah we just need to let it move through our body all of it everything that comes up just wants to move Mm. yeah yeah (sighs) (sighs) yeah what a life yeah yeah so i guess yeah for the listeners it's not it's not this big like you know luxury fantasy living it's like this is reality this is real Mm -hmm. living and and it does come with its challenges and its struggles and it's stripping away and and the feeling alone but then also feeling so supported at the same time Mm. but yeah huge contrasts it's powerful and and there's just so much to share from from this place yeah <laughs> yeah so next time you know you like have a look at your environments and how you can welcome some of this energy into your own life I mm. suppose like find that way where you can just explore in nature and connect or go on an adventure or strip it like you know see how you can minimize in your life yeah yeah just come back to some sort of simplicity is there something that you can do that brings you back to the earth whether that's having some peppermint growing outside your apartment in brisbane that you pluck in the morning and make into a peppermint tea and sit there for like five minutes honoring that fucking peppermint and saying thank you and giving gratitude for it like it can be so simple and you don't have to literally come into a van and do van life but it's like how can you embody some of these things that we've been speaking about in your daily like ceremony and and practicing with the elements maybe if you you drive to work like actually taking the music off and taking the radio off and taking the podcast off and maybe have your windows down and just listen to the air or listen to yourself Mm. and just just yeah on your afternoon walk rather than being like headphones in and powering and trying to like do the thing it's like oh can I slow down can I see what's around me can I look at someone in the eye and be open to a conversation that might occur because I think we forget that all of the beauty and the magic lies in just being present in that moment and I think the van life for us is makes us present so if you can bring that presence through in your life in another way that is suitable for your needs or totally hijack your life into a van life either Mm, or mm, mm, mm. (laughs) it gets to be easy totally and realizing that this safety we create for ourselves this security we create for ourselves is just an illusion (laughs) it is it can all be gone in a second Uh and who are you without that 
and it's your inner it's your inner world like this safety is your fucking inner world if you create that safety in your inner world and know that it's going to move and fluctuate and sometimes you'll feel unsafe and sometimes you'll feel safe and right now we feel super safe and supported but maybe next week I'm going to crumble and I'm going to be at my depths and then I'm going to remember again oh shit this is all an illusion I'm supported and things show up in my life again so it's like it's never about this one place we're ever getting to it's about actually life is a myriad of things and places and ups and downs and ebbs and flows but it's all there for us to grow from and to experience and there's yeah. no destination mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. and this constant cycle of like death and rebirth mm-hmm. is so important like yeah. i remember that that the story i was telling earlier about like having the mechanical issues and mm. all the things <laughs> i was like i'm just gonna die yeah i'm just i'm all right and I it's when it. you surrendered to that death yeah. that you Boom. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back, bitches. I'm a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And it's just literally like two months into van life now, I mm. just feel settled with it now. Yeah. I'm like, I am okay. Yeah. I've got this, that a part of my identity is gone now and I've evolved. We're mm-hmm. constantly evolving yeah. and we forget this. We think everything's linear, mm, but evolution not. is like the cycles. Yeah. So let's be in that and trust in that and stop feeling like we've got to change it Mm. or be different or Mm. like fix something or something's our fault or we've done something Mm. wrong it's like nature knows there's a plan yeah it's like this this balance like you know some of my clients will say to me like how much is in our control and how much is not how much are we controlling our destiny and how much is predetermined it's like there's a cycle of life there's you know predestined things that we're going to experience and we get a choice of how we respond and Mm -hmm. react and what we want to which actually changes what we experience anyway yeah and we work with the energies that are available to us to to, to manifest yeah to create yeah because that's all it is is receiving that information using the energies to bring something into reality Mm. which you know is is that's the magic people think magic is like this like dark occult yeah putting a hex on someone yeah but it's just being in connection with nature really yeah yeah and knowing our power as creators Mm. yeah Uh Uh (laughs) oh yeah well thank you for having this chat with me and i'm and listeners like let us know like Mm. you know share with us on social media or Uh, leave us a review about what you really got out of this episode what really landed for you but if you ever have any questions about van life and what it's like or any misconceptions you'd like us to break down then yeah we we can definitely delve more into that but Mm. yeah i feel we really kind of stripped back a lot of the yeah a lot of the perception of of what people think it is versus Mm. the reality Mm. and also we've created this reality for ourselves Mm. with it Mm -hmm. you know and that's the choice as well of anyone who wants to embark on van life. It's And anyone in any life, it's like you do get to choose how it gets to be for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And with it, yeah, it's like with anything, don't overly glamorize it. Don't expect everything to be perfect. It's mm. like because with any change, there's going to be an initiation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> yeah. We've done one layer. We've done the initiation. <laughs> so now we get to enjoy and, and share from, mm. from this space. So. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening and yeah, mm. spend some time in nature today. See what see what comes from it. Mm. Thank you for having me. Oh, and yes, of course. How how can people follow you on socials? Uh, probably Instagram. Yeah. It's Abby Famosa. Yeah. Just my name. And yeah, that's it. Just mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm ever changing with my offerings and my work and what I'm doing. So if you check it out, you'll be able to see 
what the present moment Abby is up to. Um, yeah. I love that. So much gratitude from my heart to yours for tuning into this episode of the Visionary Vortex podcast. So tell me what dropped in for you. Are you wanting to go on the van life journey? What do you feel about this lifestyle? Are you a van lifer? What did you get out of this? Share with me at Lauren Renee Intimacy on Instagram and follow us at visionary underscore vortex. Enjoy your adventures and embracing your own van life, however that may look like for you. I love you.